All right, hi everyone, and welcome back to the Commander Clash podcast, where we talk all things Commander. This week, we're asking the question: Is Commander ruining the color pie? And we're going to throw in some of our top color pie breaks as well. Uh, joined with me is Seth, probably better known as Saffron Olive. How are you doing, Seth? I'm doing good, Richard. How are you today? I'm doing well. And we have Phil Brewer's Kitchen. How are you doing? We cannot hear you, Phil. Yeah, I think Phil's muted yourself. or something. I think I'm muted. Yeah, uh, pretty, <laughs> doing good. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I kind of muted myself before this for some reason. And we have Krim, the Asian Avenger. How you doing? Yo, uh, I'm pretty great. I'm excited uh, to talk some Commander. All right. So before we get into the color pie, be sure to give us a like, a subscribe, a follow on whatever platform you're listening to us on. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, uh, YouTube. Uh, and also check out Richard's Garage, where you can buy MTG Goldfish merch. Go to mtggoldfishmerch.com. Purchase stuff, I will pack it, and I will send it to you. Uh, so, let us get into today's podcast. Seth, I think you posed this question, actually. Is Commander ruining the color pie? Now, the color pie, if you don't know what it is... Uh, so, Wizards has allocated, basically, certain abilities or certain attributes to each color. And cards in those colors should do those things. So, for example, blue is supposed to be good at drawing cards, have flying creatures... Uh, counter spells, things like that. Green is supposed to have big, beefy creatures, uh, not be able to counter spells. Uh, so over the 30 years of Magic the Gathering, the color pie has kind of shifted and moved around. And uh, I guess the, the prompt for this is in 2023, everything needs ramp, everything needs card draw. And Wizards uh, has been giving that to all colors. So normally in 1v1 Magic, uh, when you're playing 60-card formats... If a color can't do something, that's fine. You add a different color to your deck, right? If you are playing mono white and you need the ability to counter spells, you add some blue to your deck and then you're good to go. In commander, you don't have that luxury. If you're playing a mono white commander, you're kind of just stuck as is. And I think more recently, there was a big push for mono white card draw. Uh, mono white could not draw cards. And if you played a mono white commander, uh, you were very sad and did desperate things to draw cards. There have been a lot of card draw cards added, so much that we are at this question now, is the color pie even a thing anymore, and does it exist? So, uh, initial takes. What are your thoughts on the color pie and what Commander is doing to it? I mean, I think Commander has definitely caused a lot of recent color pie breaks. Uh, whether or not this is a good thing or a bad thing, I guess, is another conversation, but I don't even know if there's any argument that it's not. Because of the color identity restrictions, we've seen so many cards recently that would traditionally just not be printed in their colors, show up in their colors, ranging from, like, black killing enchantments, blue exiling artifacts, white drawing cards, like... The list is super, super long, and the only thing that makes sense to me is that's for commander purposes, like, because it's just not necessary. As you mentioned, it's not necessary for 60-card formats because you can legally just splash another color. So I think that commander has had a really huge impact on the color pie uh, with a lot of color pie breaks. Some of them might actually be a good thing. I think, like... Being a color pie break maybe is not always a negative in every situation, but uh, I do think that Commander has been the reason for it. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of obvious, right? And the reason is what Richard stated. You can't, you need some answers in every deck. Like, 
It's kind of weird that uh, Black can now have targeted enchantment removal even. But as long as it's not the best answer, like as long as white doesn't have the best counter, I kind of like these color pipe breaks, if you want to call them that. Some of them are debatable in their own rights. But I actually think it's a good thing because uh, it's already, you are kind of limiting yourself if you play monocolor in Commander and it's, it's good if they can have answers for everything at least. So I'm pro color pie break, I guess. As long as it's not too much. As long as, I don't know, green doesn't have the best burn spell or something, it's fine with me. Yeah, I mean, like, well, it, it kind of already does. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, I, I I, think that the color pie break, though, is something that's good for... I, I it's, It sounds weird, It, but maybe... I don't know. Okay, when you think of, like, Color Pie Break from a 60-card, uh, like, perspective, it's kind of, like, not great, right? Because, like Richard mentioned, you add the color in of the color that, you know, whatever you need. Counterspells, you add in the blue. But when it comes to Commander, I, I think it's needed. So, unfortunately, maybe maybe this, this Color Pie Break is good. It sounds weird saying that having played Magic for as long as I have. Uh, but, like, I'm thinking, I think it's a net positive. I'm thinking it's a net positive so far. Isn't it, it isn't it good if some colors are bad at things though? Like, do we really want every color to do everything? Like, is there I get it from the like, oh, I'm a brand new commander player and I want to reanimate my crawl worm and someone played a graveyard hate spell, so feed the swarm's gotta be a thing. Boo hoo hoo, Marrow, give me graveyard rain hate removal. Like, I feel like that's what's happening, but is that actually positive for the game long term for every color to do everything? Like, doesn't that isn't the whole heart of magic, the different strengths and weaknesses of colors, isn't that what the games, like, build around? Do we want to see that, like, diminished? We do see a lot, like, the significance of a certain color is definitely diminished each time, right? Like, so, mono black, like, like as soon as, like, well, I mean, we're already on our way there. Like, example, Phil mentioned, like, if green, or when green gets better counter spells, uh, at that point, right, like, what is blue? Right. And then what is red when, you know, you start getting like burnt out by other colors. So it does diminish each color's significance. But I mean, at its core, I guess like if mono, like example, one of the cards, I I, I don't know if I, I just like cards that exist that allow like certain colors to break the color, like black being able to kill an enchantment, killing an enchantment, losing things like that, losing life along the way. That's kind of flavorful. So I guess... If it's still within the realm of, like, the, what the color's doing, then I guess it's fine. As weird as that sounds. Like, it's not a full detachment no, from the color. No, 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 I think Feed the Swarm is, like, the... So, so Wizards has gotten around this by just loosely adding some restriction of the color to the effect. So, black can't kill enchantments, but if you lose life, it's fine. Right? Like, white can't draw cards, but if you give, every, if you give other people cards, it's fine. Right? So, I could just say... Green can't counter spells, but if I attach it to a three mana eight eight body ETB, it's fine, right? That's a green thing, right? Or you know, red can't counter spells, but if I burn you know eight damage to your face first, then I can counter a spell mana value eight or less or something, right? Like you can always warp it so that the flavor is there, and that's what Wizards has done, right? Wizards has done that so much over the past two years, right? They just loosely add something to um to the color that exists but i i don't know like if different 
colors could do different things, it would be fine if they were all balanced, right? Like, white doesn't need to draw cards if it gets, like, card advantage elsewhere. And that's fine, right? But that's, like, very hard to actually balance to make sure, like, the different abilities all kind of equal out. So the easiest thing is just to make all abilities in all colors. Uh, and that's that's kind of what Wizards has decided to do. Which is okay. It kind of loses the charm. Like, when I build a white deck, is it really a white deck? It's just a deck now, right? Like, it, it used to be a lot stricter. There was always the question of the color purple. Like, the sixth color in Magic the Gathering. Like, if we add it, what would it even do? Uh, how would it be unique? And I would say in 2023, it doesn't matter, right? It's just a different color with more cards, and then it will do everything. So it's fine. Like, add the sixth color now. Like, we no longer have a strong color pie. So, I don't know. I, I think the pie break is bad, but, like, what's Wizards going to do? If they need to print, it, like, 600,000 cards not, a year, like, what are they going to do, right? Like, they just have to do bad. it. Bad, right? I mean, what's the feed this one? It's sorcery speed, two mana, spot removal with downside. To be fair, it is probably the most boring one of the color pie breaks. Like, there are some that fit the color identity a bit better than just losing life for black. But it's not like it's a swords to plowshares or something for black for enchantments. Like, it is. I would never play it in any green deck. And as long as it's not good and you have to kind of take a hit in power level just so you have this effect i think but that's it starts fine bad. i mean it starts bad but gets yeah good that's over a time. point yeah and and feed this worm if you look on edh rack it is the most played black yeah. removal spell as like the third most played black card overall it's not like it's uh, like there's these weird old black artifact destruction spells that are like truly horrible but they technically exist from like legends era those ones are so bad that even though your black deck would probably really like to pull up an artifact no one really plays them because they are like so bad i don't think feed the swarms on that level like feed the swarm is i mean two mana blow up any artifact or creature even at sorcery speed and with some life loss that's that's not horrible we even saw like earlier versions like the four mana edict a creature or enchantment black card which i don't remember the name of or maybe was it three mana? But like that's even that's a pretty powered down version. So it does keep power creeping. And I think part of the concern is like colors still have their strengths. It seems like a lot of these color pie breaks are to shore up a color's weaknesses, but the colors still have their strength. And I think you end up in the, the green scenario where green is just like far and away the best coloring commander because green strength is I get to ramp the best and I get the best creatures. But then when you also in, but that's normally traditionally was like kind of counteracted by the fact that green was pretty bad at drawing cards, pretty bad at killing creatures, but now green gets the best ramp and the best creatures and they get to draw tons of cards and they get to kill creatures. So you end up with this, like, I don't know, these like super powered colors where you still get to uh, maximize your strength strengths but you no longer have any weaknesses which i think i think we see that with green and i think we're trending that direction with white now in commander 2 where you just end up with these super colors essentially but like yeah like well okay so it doesn't outright just like outside of like you know a beast within right and something like that like the what's the azuri sweeper but like is it a sweeper yeah, yeah. one that it's makes four fours and fights everything yeah, like that that is a green sweeper, right? And I don't know. I think that's fine. Like it doesn't bother me cuz like it it's I think it makes sense, right? Like it's a it is 
a sweeper, but it, it functions in the way that green does work. So that's why I'm okay with that. I know that Feed the Swarm may seem boring, but that makes sense, right? Like, it does make sense. Black Magic, you know, they are going to lose some health to make something go away, right? <laughs> and, uh, I, I... So... So if feed this, could there be a black feed this room for artifacts? Then you'd be fine with it. You'd just be like, sure. Well, you lost life, so that's cool. I think it it comes down to how like if black's only thing is oh you lose life because technically black magic you are doing something like that right then yeah like I it wouldn't be bothersome but I hope they do more than just like. Every card in black just makes you lose life, and that's how we get around the color pie break, right? As what about toss exile a card from your graveyard? I mean, <laughs> what, what, black I'm black. I'm kind of surprised. Like prized, not prized amalgam. What's a overcharged amalgam? Uh, because I I think if there was a black counter spell, I thought it'd be like that. You'd sack a creature, and then you would just essentially exploit. And then counter a spell or ability, right? So if that were that actually felt like that should have been in black and not in blue, which is weird to, for me to say because the counter it sounds weird, but because I I or, I mean it, it works as blue, it works as blue as well, but it's just it feels like if black were to have a counter spell, it'd have something like that. Just make them sack a creature. I think it had to be more than sack a creature because it has to be like sack a creature and like maybe lose like four times your life or something, but. As as long as it stays within the realm of like, I guess like flavor, like what black is about and what the color is about, I think I'm okay with it. So yeah, like if black had just lose life, destroy an artifact, sure, why not? But, but couldn't you argue that black's not about destroying artifacts or enchantments, and that's the issue? Not the like, can you really just tack lose life onto any effect and call it black? Can you attack like? Uh, whatever deal damage onto any spell in its red even if it's your red spells blowing up a an enchantment something that red still can't do at this point like i don't know if i buy that like to me that doesn't that doesn't make it's like the easy way out if you're designing the cards like to throw a little bit of the color on there and then you can give it any effect you want to but it's it's also the fact that like sure maybe maybe feed the swarm is like a bad example because it's so efficient at what it does it's like just straight up two mana. It's do, like essentially a doom blade for anything, right? But like the the other colors have it at much. Like the other colors still do it better. That's the thing. As long as black and whatever color, whatever the spell or ability is in, is never better than the home color, I guess I'm fine with it. So, so mono green counter a spell is fine as long as it's not as good as a literal blues counter spell. Counter. So if it's right. three mana instead of two mana, like it's all cool. What's what's the squirrel one? The 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 one from Modern Horizons. It's two mana. It's some kind of command, and it makes squirrels, but it counters an activated ability. Right? It's like two mana, and super specific. Right? Like like that's. I think that's fine. Right? Is that not fine? Like like and and guttural response. Sure. As much as I hate the card, yeah, sure. Why not? Right? Like. As long as it's doing whatever and still doing it worse than whatever the other color is, it isn't offensive. Like, until, like, green just literally has forest, forest, counterspell, I am, like, I think but, I'm okay with it. If but you the, can... the problem is green can have forest, forest, generic counterspell, and it's OP because green can ramp, right? The, the reason why we're even here today, why, why is green so oppressive, right? Green traditionally just has big creatures and, and ramp. Uh, it did not have card draw. Like, card draw is what really put it over the top. 
So when you combine, so what what is the natural disadvantage of ramp? Right? You spend all your time ramping, you cash your thingy, they kill it, and now you have nothing. Right? But they gave Green all his card draw. So now what you do is you, you spend all his time ramping, and then you rip a big card draw spell. And now you've effectively won the game, right? Because you have more cards and more mana than your opponents, and you, you, you're not punished in any way. Uh, same with White. White used to get by on virtual card advantage. Like, when you wrath the board, you would, like, gain card advantage, even though it wasn't literally stuffing cards in your hand. Now you can just literally put cards in your hand, and then now... That, on top of all the value you get from Sun Titans and land tax and things like that, you have so much card advantage, you've, like, overwhelmed the other colors. So I think that's the problem. And I'll take you to 60-card formats, right? This is not just a commander thing. So blue... So traditionally, if you go back, like, 10 years, the best blue creature was Tarmogoyf. That was a joke, right? Tarmogoyf is a green creature, and what you would do in Legacy is you would play a Tarmogoyf, the biggest beater of all time, and then you protect it with cheap blue spells, right? And that would be, like, nigh unstoppable, right? And and you had to, you know, add a different color to your deck to do this. But in Modern and in Legacy, we have Murktide Regent, right? It's a, it's like, I don't know what it is, eight mana, ten mana? It's, it, it, it's something outrageous that you delve down and you get, like, a two mana, eight, eight flyer. And essentially, you have a two mana, eight, eight blue creature, and what you can do is just cast it and then protect it and then, you know, go your way to victory. That is a very green thing that they made blue by just making you have to delve away spells. And then you have this problem. Uh, now blue is too overpowered. If you give blue cheap, efficient creatures, they will just sit there and use card draw, uh, Drago, and then counter spells and then just lock you out of the game. So I think that's the problem. I think that's like Seth's point of... If you augment the weakness, you can just use the strength and then, like, just pull ahead. And then you're back into this kind of square one where, like, basically all colors do the same thing. And whoever has the best staples will win. I don't, I don't is know. Is that... Do we need more Merc Tides? <laughs> like, is that I mean, we're... yeah, we don't need more Merc Tides and stuff like that. And we don't, we don't need to do that kind of stuff. But, like, I, I don't know. This is, like, way... I, it's hard because there's there's... Obviously, as many counter arguments uh, as there are, you know, arguments for the color pie breaks and Murktide. You're right; like blue having that good of a creature, not not great for blue. But I don't know. I still think that blue, by by far and in large, has really bad creatures outside of Murktide Regent. So you could think of one creature, right? And maybe like Snapcaster, sure, whatever. But like, like on when it comes to combat and all of that, blue still has the worst creatures. So green is still doing it better, but it's not. <laughs> what? It's not in modern. Maybe not. Maybe not in modern because Modern Horizons is block constructed. Modern is a poor set to use there because well, what about what about Hogak? Right, like that. That's a creature that's in black and green, if you want to call that. Sure, those are in two colors that have really good creatures. Hogak is busted. It's literally banned. So, uh, right, like, like why, I don't know. As long as the base, the home color is still doing it better, is that a problem? So, I think, I don't know. I think there's still risk to it. And I don't want to make it sound like all color pie breaks are bad because there's a lot of color pie breaks that I do enjoy and I think are like fun to play with. And some of them might even be like positives overall. 
But I think if you like keep going too far down that path, eventually you end up in a in a bad place. And like some of the stuff we've seen recently makes me a little nervous that we're like kind of heading in that direction pretty quickly. So I think there's like a, a tipping point where the color pie just stops mattering. And I think that'll be a bad thing. I don't think we've hit that tipping point yet, but I think we're like creeping towards that. I also got to ask you guys, like, so I think we all agree that a lot of these changes are because of commander. Is it weird that is it weird that the color pie is changing to meet the rule set that some random people made up 10 years ago when they decided to make this new rule that never applied to any other form of magic and color identity be a thing? Is it weird that the entire game is changing to to work around this random rule that people just made up? <laughs> Shouldn't it be the other way that like huh, if we need our white commander or our black commander decks to kill an enchantment, maybe we should change the color identity rules to make our format work rather than having the game change to make your, your rule work? <laughs> Is Wouldn't it? That, I don't know. I mean, if you break this rule, you're breaking the color pie of commander completely. I I guess a few feed the swarms don't matter. It does matter if they overdo it and murktide is actually a good example although it's not seen play in modern but man does it it is probably the best creature in and the biggest one in modern but i mean if you say it like this of course it sounds weird that they adjust the rules for this random rule set but it is the most popular casual format after all so i don't i get it i would honestly feed the swarm is uh, i would love if they stick to just black sacrificing enchantments that was kind of flavorful because it was it targeted feels weird to be honest but uh i still think it's fine i'm i'm gonna eat my words probably in a couple of years but okay. so far i think it's fine are, are we just gatekeeping so <laughs> so way back planar chaos this came out at the same time as Time Spiral, I would say, where they basically, Somewhere the whole there, block yeah. is just color-shifted cards. All color pie breaks, but that many the of the cards that we come to love and know today and think are very integral to the color are actually from here. Uh, Krim, you brought up Damnation. So Damnation is color-shifted Wrath of God in black, right? Destroy all creatures, yep. they can't be regenerated. Card was Before huge. then, black couldn't Wrath. Now... Rathing is could. a black thing, right? It was, if like, really bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's really bad. Like Seth had mentioned Hellfire, which is, like, seven mana or something like that, right? And then you lose a silly amount of life to do it. But black just didn't have a good, honest wrath, right? Wrath meaning, what does that mean today? That stems from Wrath of God. And that was, that was the premier thing. A four-mana sweeper, no drawback, just destroy all things, can't be regenerated. So Damnation being the first one that Black had that was just like good, clean sweeper, no stipulation, no nothing. You don't have to pay 5,000 life. You just sweep the board. And that's still one of my favorite color pie breaks to this day, right? This card is huge. It's It was at a point like a $60, $70 sweeper for no reason, right? But this was big. This was big. This was huge. Like, something like this was what I would, like, when you, like Seth had mentioned, when you hear color pie break, you think something bad, but this is good, right? Like, and it's still... It became still, a part of Black's identity, right? Now right, Black like, can sweep like, easily. Yeah. Right. Now, now you you know Black as, the, like, the Black's the color that can 
remove a lot of things, but it never had that solid of a sweeper at an efficient cost. That was like really white at that time, but now we have Damnation. Black sweeps all the time now. So, I don't know. I Color pie breaks are good for magic. Still. As long as... You, Seth is right, though. You'd have to toe the line. You have to be very careful how you walk this because, yeah, like, you don't want to just make it so the colors don't matter anymore. So when... Another thing people brought up when I tweeted about this that I think is interesting is when is it the color pie being broken and when is it just evolving? Like, when when do we when do we just be like, oh, actually, like, black just kills enchantments now and that's not that they're breaking the color pie. It's just, like, an evolution and the game's been around for 30 years and, like, stuff needs to keep happening for the game to be fresh and new. Is that a better way to look at this like do, do you just when you see these cards that you're like wow this color has never been able to do that before that's really weird is it a healthier I, I, mindset to just be like oh it's just evolving or is that just letting watsy off the hook to print whatever they want to and disregard the cuddler pie altogether i mean i hope it's not the latter i think evolving is good for the game right because aside from the color like pie signatures it would be pretty unfortunate if blue was locked into the only color that could draw Right, like, like that, like green had no draw, white had no draw, no other color had draw. That'd be pretty bad, right? So, I think the game evolving, and much like how I like to think of it, is that you know, you're obviously a wizard or a planeswalker, whatever the hell you want to call yourselves, uh, but you're learning, right? You're learning. You're you've got all this knowledge around you. Why wouldn't you evolve as well, right? So, I think the colors evolving is fine as long as they don't evolve to where the original home color doesn't matter. So. I think there are also ba- there's a difference between that like you know color pie things and like basic game functions that shouldn't be locked behind a certain color, right? Like drawing cards feels good. Drawing cards is a key part of the game to like make it so that you can play the game and get more action in the game. So I think it being locked behind one color would be bad, right? So I'm glad green got to draw cards. I'm glad white has card draw. So things like that. All right, I have one question for y'all. So, so you know, like Krim said, the game has evolved, right? Theory has evolved. We have determined that drawing cards and ramping are very important to Magic the Gathering, and all colors can do this in some way, except maybe blue and ramping, right? But we have, like, the impulse draws, we have the impulse ramping, which would be treasures, and then we have just straight-up card draw and ramping. Should all colors be able and oh everyone has removal too everyone has removal in 2023 should all colors be able to counter spell blue has monopoly on the stack should all colors get stack interaction I yeah i no. mean they already do they already do, they? do though yeah, yeah. Like, auto, like veil of summer is a no. counter okay veil, no, veil of summer, veil of summer is a it's not no it's, it's, it's a defensive it's, not a counter it's a defensive <laughs> how how you can't but is that not counter. stack interaction? It is. Sure. But, but right? like, should we get I... offensive interaction? So we're, we're talking about like like what like 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 counterspell and stuff like that? Yeah, like I don't know, I cast a creature and it fights a spell on the stack or something. I, I don't know. Sure. The green I mean, one would is be, that right? is that not just Venser and 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 like Urtai? Yeah. Like, yeah. Should, should why green not? get Venser type effects or should red get? I guess Tibble's trickery. Uh, like, should, we've already had it. Should white the thing. get more counterspells? Like, should more should lapse of certainties? Be a thing? Yeah, but, like, more than just one. But, like, you know how white has, like, multiple card draw spells now, right? Not just one yeah. color-shifted card from, like, 20 years ago. Should we be getting stack interaction? 
if again, as long as it's not beating blue in the what it's doing best, right? So like if if you're telling me that gr- like which is why Veil of Summer is so offensive, and I'm not just talking about because like I hate green, but it's, and like the colors that it hates out are like primarily all my colors, but uh like the 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 point is that like even in 60 card formats, right? Like why did pe- people straight up stop playing Cryptic Command? Because because Veil of Summer is one mana cryptic command. I don't know if that, okay, maybe that's a stretch and that is a direct correlation, but it, Veil of Summer made counterspells bad. It was the ultimate counterspell, right? Like it was, so. Wait, 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 if you gain life, it's not, as you say, like, gain life, so, okay, let me go back here. So Veil of Summer is kind of like gaining life against burn if it's, if you call it a counter spell, you can call life gain a counter spell against burn decks. So I, I mean, would say people a do. counter can people counter do. the opponent's combo, which is yeah. Like if someone's comboing off the veil, yeah. summer's doing nothing, right? But it's a protective counter spell, right? Like if someone's trying to counter your spell, you can veil a summer. I I would lean towards no. Like I, I don't think I would want all the colors to do that. I think. If we do go that direction, I think they got to be actively bad. Like, I think that's the biggest difference between Kim, uh, Krim's thinking and my thinking is, like, to me, Feed the Swarm is pretty offensive. Like, sure, it's not literally better than the best removal spell in another color, the best enchantment removal of all time, but it's a pretty good card. Like, it is a very good card, and it's very heavily played. I think if you're going to give other colors these effects, I want them to be, like actively underpowered like sure if your green deck gets a counter spell like if we think that's a thing that needs to exist okay but it should be like five mana in like horribly unplayable and if you really want to make it work you can but there's there's a cost i think there's still got to be a cost i think i still want your colors to be bad at things and i don't think black is bad at killing enchantments anymore they're good at killing enchantments they might not be quite as good as the best color but they are actively like good at it i think they're better than they were helps Crim's but, point. It is actually bad. Okay, it's sorcery speed, right? So mana, it's mana efficient, but it's sorcery speed. You wouldn't play sorcery speed, like enchantment removal in any other color. It is bad. It's just people in mono black are so desperate for this effect. They just jam this in their deck. So I actually think that helps Crim's point. Like, it is a bad, like, if you were playing, like, white or something, you wouldn't play this card at all, right? This would be ridiculous. Why would you play this sorcery speed two mana removal? But black needs it so badly that it's the third most played card. Isn't that what that's saying? Yeah. It also kills a creature. Like, could you but imagine? Like, but then if, like, that's if that a was a really green bad card, that spell. would be the most played. That would be the most played green card. Like He's alongside within. the ram spells. Because, because green also needs removal. Because <laughs> green doesn't right. get to kill creatures very well. well so if they're like, within. oh, I'm really good at killing enchantments. So I get to have this card that does both. Like, wouldn't it be great? But, but I mean, beast does. Sorcery, sorcery speed, though. Sorcery speed. <laughs> wow. And, and to Are me, it's, like to me, it's like too beast good. Within is way better than 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 feed the swarm. It removes anything. I mean, beast within's also a color pie break. We'll get to that. Yeah. In a, we'll okay. get to that. Okay. I got okay. okay. one thing, though, one curveball here. Uh, we should probably mention that there's like colorless spells that say seven mana exile target permanent or something. Is that a yes. color pie break, or does colorless just get <laughs> used everything as long as it's expensive? No <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't know. I 
So maybe I the... think colorless gets to do basically anything. <laughs> it might get to literally do anything, yeah. but it has to be super overcosted, like twice as much or three times as much as the like actual rate. Uh, uh, right. I'll that's my impression. Col- or colorless. So uh, the bobble, Wayfair's bobble, I think, mm-hmm. gives you anyone can ramp for three. Boom pile. Uh, four Anyone mana, wrath. wrath, everything. Like, I'm not well, playing maybe. this well, I'm maybe. playing this thing. <laughs> Nav- okay, fine. Navinral's disc. You want to, like, slow it down here? So, uh, there are some egregious colorless cards. Uh, by the time this comes out, you would have seen the One Ring from Lord of the Rings, which is four mana Phyrexian Arena pseudo for colorless. Uh, bit more. So, yeah, colorless is breaking it as well a little bit. They're not breaking any color pie. They're they're they're, they're, not, they're not. They're like inefficient I, until Wizards decides they need to sell the card. They make it too efficient, and then <laughs> it's good, right? Yeah, that's where I would I'm, be more scared of actually. That power creep just pushes colorless cards into staples, and then it doesn't matter if there's a color pie because I mean you can just play colorless in every deck. So maybe we don't I mean, need a green counter spell as long as. The colorless counter spell costs seven mana <laughs> because, ooh, at some point we're getting a colorless precon. There's probably going to be some spells in there. Ooh, this might go wrong. I mean, the colorless stuff should be absurdly high in in cost, right? But like, because there should be a a reward for specializing in certain magics. That's but, the same exact thing I've been saying about color pie breaks. Like, sure, you break the color pie, but make them absurdly expensive because there should be a reward for playing a certain color of magic. <laughs> like, it's yeah, exactly the but, same thing. But, like, colorless <clears throat> is weird. And also on top of that, colorless at the... Like, if we're talking... I'm just talking on the specifics of colorless. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, colorless artifacts, right? We were going away from that for a reason. They stopped doing that. Because colorless artifacts are bad for the game. So I, I just would be surprised to see... If, like, well, not all, okay, obviously, you know what I mean by that. Not, like, every colorless artifact is bad for the game. But, uh, like, yeah, like, colorless artifacts now being bound to colors, like Ember Cleave and stuff like that, have balanced that issue. So I just don't see them, hopefully, they don't just start churning out a bunch of, like, autos, like, auto-includes into a bunch of decks. But, like, I don't know. Some of the colors, like, the weaknesses that they have, they should have something to do about them but at a way worse rate and that's why i think it's okay to have a green counter spell if it were seven mana attached to a creature that i don't know you had to like three creatures had to enter play this turn and now you can counter a spell or something right like like you know what i mean like like sure whatever as long as you give it the flavor that you need to match it with the color i think i'm okay with it and if it never beats the original color that's the general gist of it, and that's how I feel about color pie breaks. Okay, all right. we need to move on, but I have a question. So if there was a green, green counterspell, okay, would you consider that not as good as the ultimate counterspell? Because the ultimate counterspell is free in blue, right? Like uh, the command, like the, the one where you commander, force of negation, things like that, force of will, they're free. Right or maybe arcane denial one in colorless. So what if it's just like green green counterspell? And if if that's offensive, what does it need to be? What if it's green green colorless? What if it's cancel? Is that offensive? Like where where is bad exactly on the scale? Because 
Blue's counterspells are power creeping, right? They're moving up and up, right? So where, well, where do we consider the, the, the bad breakpoint for a green counterspell? It would have to be at a weird part of the curve. Because green easily, like, our two mana is green's three. So cancel's the same. <laughs> so right? cancel's so, so good. Cancel probably, okay, well, still probably not great either. But I would say green's counterspell has to be around four mana. Four. Somewhere oh, at I'm, four. <clears throat> I would be like seven. I'm in the colorless range. Like, if you want to give colors the ability to do stuff they're not allowed to do, like, you really got to pay the price. And that's effectively not giving it to them, right? It was like 20 mana. Right. I'm just not Basically. casting this ever. I'm never putting it in my deck, right? Oh, it yeah. has to be good enough that someone would plausibly put it in their deck, right? I, th- I, I mean, <sighs> either that or you may, if you leave it at two, it has to have this wild stipulation. Like, yeah. Like, you, you have get to have a greater. You no, just have a weekend and put it on the battlefield tapped. <laughs> no, I think <laughs> with the green counter in specific, it should be something like counter target spell that has mana value less than a creature you control or something. Like, at least. Greatest power you can attempt. Very happy uh, okay. Sure. I mean, that's. So, like, fine. almost like. I, I, I mean, honestly, though. By the way. I, but, I think Phil hit on something that makes sense, though. Like, I feel like fight spells, in some ways, were a color pie break. Like, green, if you want to be, like, super traditional, green doesn't get to interact with creatures. But fight spells were a very green way to give green removal. Like, it played to what green does care about, which is having big creatures on the battlefield. So even though they were technically probably a color pie break in the strictest sense... I think most people like those, and it felt it felt like a positive addition to the game. So if you did want to add a green counter spell, somehow making it like a fight spell would actually probably be a way to go. I still think I would rather just have green not get counter counter spells, but <laughs> I do like that line of thinking. I mean, I, I it's funny because I actually feel like bite spells are more offensive than anything. Like, about if, like if I, you have trample, you can burn people afterwards. How about that? <laughs> but okay. Oh yeah, ram through. Let, let's talk about some of our favorite color pie breaks to see uh, where we are. So it's funny that we complain about color pie breaks, and then we're like, "Oh, these are our favorite cards." Uh, but here we are, <laughs> uh, and some of them may break the pie so much that you don't even recognize it. That that's the kind of interesting thing that I noticed when I looked at this. Uh, so I will kick it off with uh, lapse of certainty. Uh, this is one of my favorite cards. I actually play this quite a lot. Two and a white. Counter target spell. If that spell is countered this way, put it on top of its owner's library instead of into that player's graveyard. No idea what's white about this card exactly. <laughs> uh, it's just a three mana counter spell that goes to the top. I think it's actually really good. People don't see this coming. They can't really play around it. Yes, they can cast a spell again the next turn, but usually you just need to buy yourself one turn because you're protecting your win con or popping off or whatever. I think most people should play this card. This card is really good. I think the card is good, right? And and it's acceptable because at the time when that card came out, that was the gimmick, right? Like, what if white yeah. had counterspell? Or like a, a, a memory lapse or whatever. And of course, you know, even then, it's three mana, not two, right? So it's not as efficient as what blue would do. And it and and it it it's also like I mean yes you could see that say that it not hitting the graveyard is actually an upside in some situations but at that time I think it just going back on top of the library is pretty brutal it's pretty brutal drawing that again <laughs> and again so I don't know like I I I think this is a fine card this is a sweet card I love it in mono white decks I think it's a cute gotcha card I love my gotcha cards it's a sweet card. 
I think going on top even like makes it less white in a lot of ways because it's kind of like your opponent's skipping a draw too, like which is kind of weird. So I mean, I like I actually like the card too, and I'm surprised it doesn't see more play when Memory Lapse is actually like banned on Arena. It was like problematically banned in Historic, and it's just <laughs> it's the blue version but one less mana, and that card's actually like busted. Isn't that shouldn't this card be played a lot more in Commander decks? Like, why is this not considered a mono white staple? I think it's we because when you think about, about white card draw instead, <laughs> <laughs> I think people don't realize this card exists. Yeah, probably. Uh, well, like people are like, man, it's high. I'm like, how about I give you a real counter spell instead of a meme counter spell? Right? I don't think it. I think the reason why it's not popular is because, like, a when your color pie is built around like counter spells and able to like help you get to your your end goal with counter spells, like in blue, it feels more at home there. This is like not something that. I would play a t- like this is just for the one time I'm about to pop off use my combo protect myself. This isn't like how blue just has a counter spell to stop you from winning the game. This is something you are using proactively, right? So mm-hmm. if white had more counter spells, maybe then it's like willy nilly, whatever. I'll just fire this off, right? But like because this is white's like only counter spell, not mana sure, maybe for some, but like this is the only hard counter spell that you can get in white. Is it good enough, right? It is, it is a, as more cards are coming out in the, like the commander format, you have obviously 99 cards, all of that used to seem like a lot of space, but the list is getting tighter. This is always a card that I feel like, unless you really need to protect a combo, this is like the 101st card. This is the 102nd card. I've got to be that y'all. Cool, it laughs certainty, but green can't get that <laughs> cancel. <laughs> like this is literally cancel in white. <laughs> but green, no, 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 no. Sorry, Toski, no counter. I mean, it's green doesn't green need white. help. That's the thing. Green doesn't yeah. need help. What is even with counter spells existing? Is green losing? No. <laughs> can you write it off as a tax effect? Like, is that is that a way you can justify this in your head? Because essentially, you're just making your opponent pay for the thing again the next turn so it's actually just like slowing them down by a turn and making them that's spend more mana so is that is that how you justify it like, as a white card the library manipulation is white like oblation shuffles into library okay like maybe okay. it's something to do with like messing with your library but i don't know this, this doesn't seem like a color pie break or it doesn't seem white at all to me uh but it's I don't not know. but it's not meant to be it's really yeah. not meant to be, right? Like, it is just legitimately put blue and white. What about what about Tibalt's Trickery, since we're talking about off-color counters? Does that feel red to you because of the, like, chaotic <laughs> aspect chaos. of it? Or does it feel not red to you because it's a two-mana hard counter? feels red to me, honestly. I know, it's weird. It feels red. Yeah. It's so if chaotic. If red were to have... Yeah, like, if red were to have a, a counter spell, it either has to be pure chaos or it has to be damage-based. Right? So, like, it's one of those two. As in, like, it you, you have to reach an X amount of damage dealt this turn, and this can counter something. Otherwise, it, like, impulse draws one or something. <laughs> Who knows? It feels red to me, but I also feel like the chaos thing is wizards, like, the red version of Feed the Swarm. Like, wizards can be like, oh, we'll throw this chaotic aspect onto any red, uh, any card and make it a red card. The way they can be like, oh, we'll throw life loss on any card and make it a black card. So I feel like that's the justification, but 
at this point, it does feel radish, even though I feel wrong saying just, it. Just add gain two life until lapse of certainty. You're done. <laughs> but I, I play this as a straight counter spell, Tibble's Trickery. Like, most of the time, you're just countering and they just get some random stuff from their deck. Like, who cares? Like, once well, in a while, that's like Chaos Warp, but right? Don't you love Chaos Warp? I do. Like, it's that's just a strict removal spell, right? Like, yes, yeah, sometimes it backfires, but you know what? Sometimes. You don't have the mana to cast your spell or something, right? Yeah, your spells backfire naturally sometimes anyway, right? Uh, but I don't like trickery. Like, But the, okay, therein well, lies the drawback. They can right? just add so, chaos to anything, right? And then it's like, eh, like it doesn't matter. Like, add, you know, like, what if I added rampant growth in, in, in red and just like shuffle your library and the first land off the top is the land you ramp into, right? Like, well, like you know, oh, it's red now, right? Form. Like, no, it's not, right? It's still a rampant <laughs> growth, right? Like, Yeah, you would have form. to destroy a land first or something. And there is actually a red spell that destroys a land and gets a land, but not two lands. But It's uh, Nahiri's whatever, right? No, there's the, like cleansing wildfire or something. The um, one that you use on indestructible lands to ramp. Oh, cleansing wildfire! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so, Seth, all right, we have chaos warp. What do, you, <laughs> what the do most, you have for us? We have the most popular color pie break in Commander, a card that I don't even know if most people think of as being a color pie break, even though it definitely is. And that is Beast Within, one of the literal most played cards in the entire Commander format. Three mana instant, destroy permanent. Its controller makes a 3-3 three, three beast. So green is actually pretty good at destroying things. It's really good at blowing up artifacts and enchantments, creatures with flying. Actually, any non-creature permanent. The thing that makes beast within a color pie break, and also one of the best cards in the entire format, is that's a green card that just destroys a creature pretty efficiently for three mana at instant speed. I put this card in every single one of my decks, but if you do a scryfall search for green and destroy creature, nothing's going to come up outside of creatures with flying. Like they can destroy creatures with flying. That's, that's a green thing. But other than that, like it's just not a thing that green can do. So I think this card is actually like a super color pie break and wizards actually kind of corrected this when they printed generous gift as a white card, which is the same exact thing. Like I think this is really much more at home as a white card. Cause white does get to destroy any, any type, I guess you could argue. So I, I think that this card is great and I put it in every single deck, but it is also like very much a color pie break. I mean, it's 100% a color pie break, but yeah, it is, it is, again, probably one of the best ones, right? And one of the most well-known ones. Uh, it's it's a good one. I, I see why you'd have this on here. It, it's so weird to see, at, at when that came out, to see a green just straight up remove something, it was annoying. <laughs> it was extremely annoying. I'll admit that. But, but like, you, like, but you make a beast. It's fine. It's a three-three beast. You can even see, use your this, tokens. This is a card <laughs> that I would argue not in a planner shift, uh, like era, right, or whatever planner chaos, and is better than like black removal. <laughs> like, sure, you left them with a beast, but but I promise you, like at, at a time when a the, there was like you know how hard it is to kill a planeswalker? <laughs> like 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 even Green had an answer. <laughs> even even the giving a beast doesn't really feel green to me. That feels that feels very blue. Blue has kind of been the color of like transformation, pongify, like polymorphing, like I'll destroy your thing but give you something else to replace it. So everything about this card feels very 
ungreen to me. Sensei can hit creatures. If it was non-creatures, then it would be very green. But even the, the creature part, I feel like, doesn't... To me, that feels blue more than green. I mean, it, 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 does, it doesn't even feel... It, this feels... They, the adding of a beast makes it feel like it, it could be blue or green or whatever. That's their attempt at, like, you know, rectifying that. But, like, this feels like a straight-up just solid white removal. Like, or an Orzhov-colored removal. This is like a Vindicate, right? Like, this is at instant speed. It it actually blows up a land if you wanted it to. Like, are you serious? Like, this card is... <coughs> this mean, card is... the best cards in Magic. The most offensive color pie break, I think. Like one, like one of the most. To me, the only weird part about it is actually that it's killing creatures. The rest is like destroying non-land or non-creature permanents. But it's kind of a green thing. It is usually not as efficient, but there's like cards that nuke non-creature or non-land permanents in green, and it doesn't feel like a color pie break. The only weird part is not even the land, but just creatures. That feels weird. The beast, sure, it's like a pongify or something, but I think the beast, the only weird part for me is the creature destruction. I don't know why they did this. I mean, I'm not complaining. The card is good and probably necessary, but is it necessary? It's pretty good. <laughs> hmm. Well, yeah, I was going to ask, like, would magic, do you think magic would be better if this card didn't exist? <laughs> I don't know. I. If, if it depends like what we're talking about. If we're talking about in the sense of like color pies and stuff like that, and what matters to what color, this is offensive. This is a this is way better than the like the original home color that I could see this in. Right, like this. this <sighs> is, like, but I, I put it in every deck. This card, though, I put it in every it? deck. Yeah, that's <laughs> the thing. Like I play it right. all the time. Like you so, know uh, it. You play it all the time. But like this is like especially having played. Like, oh my god, it like it was so annoying in standard to have to deal with like the fact that green could just blow up anything it wanted. Well people don't so, be just super biased. Wait, and this yeah, is really just, just about what cards that we like. Yeah. yeah like it's really like we like these cards and we don't like these cards. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like at the end of the day, though, like Feed the Swarm is in the same it's moving in the direction of what Beast Within is, but it's still not better than the home color. So I mean, this case is better, just right. Well, the, well, this is instant speed. Oh, it's not instant. Uh, yes, and, and like this, the, like this hits any permanent. Like, come on, come on. This is like in vindicate. I would say hits this any is, permanent, but anguish I'm making is instant speed and doesn't hit anything. Yeah, not lands, I guess. Hmm. Exactly, and you <laughs> lose three life or whatever. So, Wait, did, did, like, did people play beast within in standard? Yeah, sideboard. Why wouldn't you? Oh, sideboard. Okay, I that would be. I mean, they, when you look back to it now, you probably could have played it in the main deck, but like, I don't know. Wow. I, I, three three is a lot. Three three is a lot more of a threat in a one v one twenty life format than in a four player forty life format. But but I'm talking specifically just a card, including sixty card formats. I don't see why you wouldn't just run a few copies, like one one miser copy, I've, two. Didn't you didn't you die to the beast before Cram? I have definitely died to the beast back I mean, in the day where you'd actually beast yeah. within and then I've, never, I've never in the same <laughs> I've way never casted it in standard. I just <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Like, what? Oh yeah, it was cast against you. I see. It was blowing up yeah, your like, Jason Mind sculptor or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff was annoying, dude. I'm just saying. But, like, I, I don't know. I just – it wasn't, like, a four of or anything, but it was still really good, right? Like, it was still efficient at what it did. 
Um, and and years down the line, now years removed, if we think that feed the swarm is problematic, right? Like in that, that situation, then this card has to be way higher above it. Yeah, it, it probably okay, shouldn't well, hit creatures. Crip. <laughs> What's your card that you, uh, that's your favorite <laughs> color pie break card, Crib? So actually, okay, so when I did this, the, the order is actually wrong, so I'm gonna change that. Right. Uh, but, but, uh, uh, so my favorite color pie break, I already kind of mentioned it earlier, it's Damnation. It was Damnation. Ever since I had a sweet taste of Damnation, I wanted it all the time in every standard. Black should have a board wipe. That can can four mana at an efficient cost deal with a board, but white always got it. So decks like blue black control would have to like go out of their way to like build their their own sweeper, whether it's black sun zenith or something like that, right? Like, but damnation it does it's it's so funny when you think about it now because it just seems like yeah why wouldn't black have that? But it is just at that time two mana black black destroy all creatures unheard of. I have been pining for that in standard. <laughs> I don't know why Black can't have that. I mean, granted, we got Meat Hook Massacre, which eventually just was, like, the truth. But, like, that that isn't a four-mana, like, deal with everything. Like, like it didn't hit, like, how Damnation hit. So I think this is just one of those things where when you played with it back then, it just felt unreal. And it was just so powerful. It was exactly what you wanted. It allows you to play, uh, like, Control and not the typical colors. And it was a good catch-all. So, yeah... Maybe it's not the best sweeper anymore in the current year. Some would say this is like sweeper number six or seven in black. But it, I mean, like, oh, dude, this you is have a, a lot sweeper of sweepers now, right? You have so, a lot. So, of I don't know. It's not now. terrible. It's I mean, not terrible. So originally, this was a white thing, and over time, what's happened is that white was able to wrath everything, uh, culminating in basically farewell. Uh, but like yeah. on noon version and things like that, and then black has exclusively remained. Uh, just destroy Creature. creatures. How would you feel if we had feed the damnation, where it was something like destroy all enchantments, lose life equal to the total mana Dude, value, or something like that? That'd be terrible. You would that that's hellfire. That's actually what, just hellfire. What if we start sweeping away enchantments and artifacts? You know, not as good as white still, but beyond just the the wrath effect. I would say if it's a hellfire for enchantments or something like that. And it's around that cost, six or seven mana, and you're losing that much life. That is significantly worse than, like, whatever white would do, right? Like, like you could die if you cast this and sweep the table. <laughs> I I don't even want Feed the for- Swarm to exist, so I definitely don't want the Black Wrath to exist. How, how, do you not like Be- how do you not want Feed the Swarm to exist, but like Beast Within? Yeah, are they the same, Seth? They, they, Beast Within is, the like, the, essentially the start right like that like i would say that is like the the at the top of the hill beast with it i mean that that is fair criticism and then maybe that's where the bias comes in maybe it's because i've just been playing with beast within forever and it's just like normalized because it's been around for so long and feed the swarm is like a newer card so it is fair like i don't have a i actually don't have a good comeback for that although i will say damnation doesn't really feel like a color pie break to me just because like black is so good at it's always been a color of destroying creatures. So one, for some like, reason one for one. Yeah. Or or going out of their way to like sweep, but they never had a it, good clean sweeper. 
when it got printed, That's... though, it didn't feel like a color pie break to me. I mean, we, we did have Decree of Pain already, which was double the price. Yeah, but Mutilate. It, and, yeah. yeah. There's like... Mutilate, Mutilate and minus. Decree of Pain are earlier than Damnation? Yes, Decree of yeah. Pain is Scourge. So, yeah, Scourge is Decree, and oh, then wow. Mutilate This was is just, Torment. like, very efficient, yeah. Right. So Mutilate... those are all minus X minus... I guess Decree is not. Well, I guess yeah, Decree is, like, decree is a lot of mana. mana. Interesting. Hmm. See, so like so, like we, Black yeah. hadn't had a good clean sweeper like this, right? So Although, mutilate ooh. minus X minus X oftentimes but could not Grim, be enough. At the time, wasn't Wrath of God the best draft? So yes. wouldn't this be like a negative color pie break because it's giving a color, a secondary color, the strongest version of the effect? Well, but the thing is like actually like so like blue white right is something you would often typically associate with just pure honest control right but then you could get away from that you could play blue <laughs> this, black, this was the birth of Demir and Grixis so why would I not want that are you kidding me my favorite colors in magic are you kidding me why would I this not this is where Nicol Bolas like woke up it was like yeah yeah do it now uh, I'm thriving right now. So yeah, like I don't know. I I thought damnation well, at the time was weird, but that was the gimmick of the set. So All right, Phil, what card what card have you brought for us as your favorite color yeah, so, break? To be honest, my favorites would probably be any green card that draws immense amounts of cards. So <laughs> maybe not the favorite. Also, I probably favor mana tithe over the cards I mentioned here, but we already had a white counter. Uh, so the color pride breaks I play, I kind of begrudgingly play. And the first one is Chaos Warp. Uh, it's a three mana red instant. The owner of target permanent shuffles it into their library, then reveals the top card of their library. If it's a permanent card, they put it on the battlefield. It's red's only answer to everything, including enchantments. Um, and it can backfire quite <laughs> brutally if you flip into a sandworm conversion or something. But most of the time, it's not even a permanent or a land. So it's fine. Is it a color pay break? If, I mean, there's red cards that shuffle everything into the library and just chaotically get permanence from the deck. I think the targeted aspect of it is kind of a color pay break. You gotta play the card though, you gotta have your vegetables, you gotta have an answer for everything. So Chaos Warp, it is a color pay break. It is the good part about it, it doesn't really make enemies because the the targeted player kind of feels like they get a lottery ticket. Most of the time it's a dot, but sometimes at least they get a little kick off adrenaline for their loss. So it's kind of it's a necessity in command, I think. That's what I meant with we gotta have some cards like this. And I think with Chaos Wrap, the downside is fun and sometimes bad enough that it's not as egregious as like Beast Within or Generous Gift, which isn't the break though. So yeah, Chaos Wrap, pretty popular card in Mono Red as well. So, I mean, this one is, it's like the Red Beast Within. Like it does a lot of things that its color should be able to do and it feels like it's on its color because of the chaotic aspect. But the fact that it hits enchantments is just like... That's the thing. Similar to how Beast Within, if it didn't say you could blow up a creature, it would be fine. I think Chaos Warp is the same way. Like, if they left enchantments off of it, it would be a very a very red card. But well, because it hits too, the right? thing that... 
Uh, yeah, I red, guess creatures red, red too. Red can't kill a ten ten. That's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess that. Hmm. Yeah, okay, maybe if, it's if even worse. Three of, a break. of our favorite. Okay, three of the five colors have a <laughs> three mana. Remove anything. Add <laughs> random ability from your color. Okay. What about blue and black? And like, why don't they get it? And feed the swarm is kind of getting there. It's two mana only. Remove two types. <laughs> I but think. It's... Would we feel bad if there was a black and blue version of generous gift? Chaos blue or is. Blue has blue, a million versions. Turn. It's called any counter spell in existence. Blue gets to answer anything all the time Dude, for even less sad. mana. This is, you can do this after <laughs> the fact. Yeah, like if 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 that's the case, every color needs a catch all, right? Like, because I mean, like. Like, if for something that hits the board, right? Why, why do these See, three colors the thing, get grandfathered but, in? I don't get it, uh, <laughs> right? But that, we're getting back to what we talked about before, though, with, like, blue gets this huge upside that it's literally the one color that can deal with everything, yeah. but it has to have this timing restriction. If blue gets to deal with everything with counters and everything on the battlefield, isn't it just, like, to me, that's strictly a negative. Then, yeah. like, blue is just OP. How about Agent of Treachery, though? Sounds like it can deal with anything. But that's seven. That's, that's seven true. Yeah, I guess it does get to steal stuff, but yeah, maybe. Oh, is Agent of Treachery a color pipe? Right? Hmm. No, no, no. That's my that, favorite. That is on. That is I mean, Chaos Warp's just fun, though. I mean, like it, what if they made Control Magic, but it was any permanent for four mana? Ooh, four mana. Ooh. Cool. I mean, that would be the way to make it feel blue. Yeah. Like that. Then, if you then, wanted to make it, that, that would be the way to do it. a three mana version. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do we feel about I that? I mean, honestly, that would have to be Blue's thing, right? Like, uh, <laughs> like steal it, maybe not. Maybe not so much like like kill it or blow it up, but it would have to steal it. Blue's got to be bad at removal, though, to make up for the counter spells. I think. Well, you know what? That, that, this that, is stealing. Crazy. Like, so if it was like a stacks effect, stealing it doesn't help you, right? So there, there's the downside. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I'm sure that'll be coming soon. That's a good way to sell a Commander Legends set. <laughs> okay, but I'm, I'm curious, Seth. So, what is your actual opinion on Feed the Swarm now? Like, you're okay with Chaos Swarm, Beast with Generous Gift, but Feed the Swarm is, is still too nope. egregious. <laughs> too egregious. Well, how can't how do is it. that card well, like any more egregious than like the most? We just need to add one more mana and make it target. Okay, anything, how about, Seth will be fine with it. it. <laughs> yes, if it was one more mana and instant speed. <laughs> I think it's partly because it says the word enchantment on it. <laughs> when it's just like, oh, anything. At least it doesn't have the type that it's not supposed to be able to deal with, right? In black and white in front of your face. Like, eh, enchantment, enchantment, enchantment. <laughs> I got it. Three mana instant, okay? Target opponent sacrifices any permanent of your choosing. <laughs> hey, okay. That, that oh, feels pretty oh, black. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. good. <laughs> Sacrifices any. <laughs> 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 it's, it's sacrifice. It's odd flavor. Okay, you can't it's sacrifice. It's even odd. even if you guys are right, you're not going to convince me on feed the swarm. That's a hill I will die on. I will go down sw- go down swinging. <laughs> All right, uh, my next card. Uh, I love this card. I, I don't get to play it often, but it's Imp's Mischief. One in a black, instant, is from Planar Chaos, so you know for sure it's a color pie break. <laughs> change, the target, uh, change the target of target spell with a single target, you lose life equal to that spell's mana cost. So it, it effectively acts as a defensive counterspell, because you can take a counterspell and make it target itself. So you can get rid of a counterspell on the stack, 
And then you can also just like redirect like a burn spell or, you know, any big spell at the target. You can move around. I am not. This is like the, 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 the black cop out thing, right? Just lose life equal to mana value, <laughs> right? Like, but it's basically manipulating the stack, which black can't do and blue can do. And then you lose life. It's funny. Something that it's a good gotcha. Yeah. But how would I feel about wizards printing more of Seth, these? How do you feel I don't about know this about card? that, right? <laughs> how is this? How is this different? If you are okay with this card, right? Like it, it, it does all the things that black does, right? It, it has the flavor of black. It does something that blue does specifically. Just like how feed the it's literally just <laughs> feed the swarm if it were a counter spell. <laughs> so I I personally tend to give planar chaos cards a free pass because of their theme like yes okay. they're color pie breaks but i tend to not think of them like other color pie breaks just because the whole goal of that set was to like shift things into colors they weren't supposed to be in so if okay. it's from planar chaos i yes it's definitely a color pie break but to me it's not egregious just because of of the theme of that set it does have an equal bowl of flavor text on it it's pretty cool Oh, it is funny to see games. even, like, 20 years ago, they were doing that. Oh, we'll just tack lose some life on there, and it'll feel like a black card. Like, they've been doing this for a long time. Right. And and also, it's kind of funny that Richard's two favorite cards are counterspells. So this just tells me that Richard wants to be a blue mage, but not in blue. So I got it. <laughs> the the got best it. counterspell is the one that no one sees coming, right? Oh. It's an Orzov player. What are they gonna do, right? Let me <laughs> let me let me combo off here. You back like, nope. to back counter spells the Orzov. <laughs> it's it's you just gotta top it off the mana tide and you're good. <laughs> you win the counter war with the mana tide. <laughs> no one will see it coming. <laughs> Is the card expensive? Like, did it get reprinted or something? Or does it see it's a lot of twenty five bucks? Who plays it? It's Ooh. never been reprinted. I think oh, that's no. the the big issue. It's Whoa, just it's never worth, been reprinted. I have so many of these from oh, modern. No. I used to play this in Jun. Yo, yo, you, you oh remember God. when, when uh, Treasure Crew's Dignity Tie was legal? No, 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 no. It was Ancestral Recall. Oh, no, Ancestral Vision. Oh, Ancestral Vision. Unbanned Ancestral oh. Vision. That was when I started playing yeah. this. Like, oh, and you're again. Them. It was just, oh. <laughs> Oh, Richard this is, this is beautiful. playing blue. <laughs> you know what that is, right, Richard? You're just playing Grixis. That's what you're doing. You're not playing. <laughs> I refuse. I refuse. You're literally Grixis. just playing Grixis. That's what you're doing, dude. I refuse. How do you cast Tarmogoyf in Grixis? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, I got I got one that I think is going to be controversial. I'm very curious to hear thoughts on this. Uh, it's kind of two cards in one, uh, and these are red spells that are actually black spells or maybe white spells. Blasphemous Act and also also Unholy Heat because that kind of gets my point across. Blasphemous Act, another super popular commander card, the most heavily played red sweeper in the format. Uh, it is a lot of mana, nine mana, and you deal thirteen damage to everything. It does get cheaper, though, based on the number of creatures on the battlefield, so it's often 1 mana, 13 damage to everything, 2 mana, 13 damage to everything. So, dealing damage is very red. That's kind of red's whole gimmick. On the other hand, 
being able to deal with big creatures efficiently is not red. Red gets the upside in their removal that it can usually hit your opponent's face as well. They get this extra power that black doesn't get, white doesn't get. They get to throw their lightning bolt to their opponent's face. The downside of this is they have struggled to deal with big creatures. Blasphemous Act, I think, is a color pie break because it just deals too much damage for too little mana. Even though it says damage on there, this is really just Wrath of God in red. Like, it kills 99% of creatures, so it's really just Wrath of God. Unholy Heat is another version of this that I dislike even more, although it's not as heavily played in Commander, so I didn't want to have it be my main card. But dealing 6 damage for 1 mana... It's actually just Fatal Push. It's actually just Murder, except for one mana in red. Like, these are not red cards. So, what do you think about this? I actually, a while ago, I asked this question on Twitter. Like, if there was a hypothetical card that was one mana deal 100 damage to a creature, is that in red's color pie? A surprising amount of people said yes. I think a majority of people said yes. A lot of people think... If it says damage, it's red, because red deals damage. But if you really think about it, if it deals too much damage for too little cost, so it just actually kills anything, then it's not really red, right? It's actually like a black card hiding behind the word damage to make it feel red, similar to black having, you know, lose some life tacked onto it to make it feel like a black card. So I think Blasphemous Act is a good card. I put it on my red decks, but I also think it actually breaks the color pie. I think it's totally in the color pie. Yeah, same. What? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, like it, it, it deals it deals damage, right? So like yeah, the fact that it says damage that matters. Uh but like this also is me hoping that colors have an answer for some of their weaknesses as well, right? Because like just like in 60 card example, I just come to grips with the fact that if a creature ever gets over 4 toughness, I'm never killing it. Right? Like like it's like okay, it lives. But that's why cards like like blasphemous act are good, right? I think it's good that red has access to a sweeper, even if it doesn't say destroy all creatures. Which, by the way, sometimes 13 damage isn't enough. Just saying. Just saying. There are situations I mean. where I've seen that not be enough, and it's not as uncommon as you'd think. Because, like, prior to that, it's like, what, chain reaction? That was what you had? Um, yep. So, for your sweeper. So, or, or you pay X for earthquake-style effects or whatever. Right. Like, red can deal a lot of damages. It just costs a lot of mana. I will give wizards a little bit of a pass because in 1v1 formats... Nine mana is kind of a lot, and you're not as likely to be casting this for one mana when there's only two people playing creatures. So I don't know if they intentionally did this. I think the commander format kind of made this more egregious. Unholy Heat, though, I think they did intentionally. And to me, that one is also super egregious. Unholy Heat is obviously amazing in 1v1, right? Like, that is, like, an unbelievably good... It's essentially one mana blow up a planeswalker or creature. Right, whatever yeah, you want. So that's not red. That, <laughs> that's but, not a red effect. But, but <laughs> that's it why is, that's but a it, problem. But it is red. It's a very, very efficient card. But for the way they designed it, it feels red. So what if it don't? <sighs> I'm with Seth. Blasphemous Act is raw. Like, look at look at that, and the next best red sweeper. Like, it's not even close. I don't even know what the I don't know what other red sweeper. You I, would I think play. it's like, it's a Chandra's whatever the outburst one where you target a creature and then yeah. it deals. Like, like thirteen is a lot. And yes, sometimes there's something you won't kill, but just like sometimes there's an indestructible creature that your sweeper won't hit. Like you know, you still cast a sweeper, it just didn't work, right? Like thirteen is like basically kill everything except minus a handful of things. Um, I give wizards the pass because they probably didn't design it for commander, but also doesn't get around protection. Yeah, 
Just, yeah, that, that's like, that's not, prevent, like wanderer effects and that's things not like a, that. That's not or a you hit a stuffed case. doll or something your opponent has. Like, yes, there's some fail cases, but I don't, I don't, I don't think that's a that's a corner case. Like, like those are aren't those also fails cases for like white rats? Like, if your opponent has an indestructible creature, your damnation didn't work. Does that mean it's well, not first a off, wrath? <laughs> I mean, it, I guess it's still a wrath. But like, you know, white. What gets the job done, and, and then we know that farewell. Exists, farewell, so. I guess farewell. Yeah, right. Exile, but like get rid of it. the fact that it is damaged, it feels red, and it has all the drawbacks that you would want it to, right? Like for a red card. What's the drawback? The drawback is that thirteen damage legitimately sometimes just doesn't do it because a now you're not only folding to protection, you're folding to indestructible, you're folding to uh just like like. Uh, obviously there are creatures that can get bigger than 13 but that's unlikely so uh but no actually no it's not unlikely it's, it's kind of possible that's yeah. pretty unlikely <laughs> uh, okay maybe but like i don't know like like because there are also creatures that can't be dealt damage right there's a lot more things where it doesn't feel like blasphemous act is better or like you know maybe mana cost wise is better than wrath of god or damnation but like I don't feel like it's better than those cards because those will is, kill is it you. Not? Would you play Wrath of God before you play Blasphemous Act? I mean, assuming that I'm in the colors, I think I still like the knowing that Wrath of God kills everything. Would you have it? Yeah, <laughs> you would actually have it in your deck. Yeah, I, I would. Uh, like, if I had to choose, obviously, Blasphemous Act is good at what it does because of the cost, right? But yep. but when I want a destroy effect, I would rather go for a Wrath of God. I think Blasphemous Act's better than Wrath of God. <laughs> if I was in a borrow stack, I right, but right. that isn't cost part of the card. Like, isn't that part of <laughs> but, the power level and everything we've been talking about? But Wrath of God being able to just hard sweep and clean the board at four mana, assuming like but you know, ninety nine percent of the time they're effectively the same. Except they're doing one the same one thing. Mana, yeah. One cost more, right? <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe like that. That's true. Then, like maybe the but like it's I I just. I only like Blasphemous Act because it costs one mana, right? Yeah. In a multiplayer I mean, format, that's the only reason why I like it. Wait, so the... I, I will say, like... Oh, go ahead, the, the reason you think it's a color pie break is because it costs one, which which color should no, be able to it, grasp So for 13 one. is so high that it's effectively destroy a creature. Sure, so but... It's effectively Wrath of God, but Wrath... Yeah. yeah, but Star of Extinction does 20 to everything, and that that's not a color pie break, I assume. I was actually going to bring that up. Like, uh, the cost plays into it, too. Like, red, traditionally, it can deal with big creatures. It just has to spend a lot of mana. Like, you can Earthquake for 20 mana and kill everything. Or you could Earthquake for 14 mana and get a Blasphemous Act out of it. That's pretty red to me. Like, you got to pay a lot of mana to kill big things. So I think for Blasphemous Act, the problem is, like, the combination of high damage and low cost uh, like star of extinction i think that one i don't find egregious because it's seven mana so you are paying a lot of mana to actually deal that amount of damage although i could see an argument for that being like uh borderline at least but the that one to me is much less egregious the hordes. <laughs> but i don't know i think what about the hypothetical red card like one red mana deal 100 damage to something is that Red so because it, like it says damage, or is that a black card because it kills <laughs> because it kills anything? I think that's actually like essentially the heart of the disagreement or like the debate over the color pie. I think I, I, that I, is I, not I see, red. I see why it would be a color pie break in that because like it is just so cheap for just what is an arbitrary number that could just it is going to kill it. 
right? It's going to kill yeah, whatever it kills, it's Right, it kills anything. So, but like, I mean, I, and again, not to say this card's bad, because I think Blasphemous Act is very powerful, but I do think it's, right, right. and I played it all my decks, but I also think it's a color pipe okay. break. <laughs> one hypothetical. If a card would say, scry 100, would it be black because it's a vampiric tutor, or would it be blue because it scries? So, so I would say that would actually be a black card. Here was another, oh, okay. you want a good one. How about a blue? How about this? Is this card blue? Four mana, double blue and colorless. Put a creature on top of your opponent's library, and your opponent mills two cards. <laughs> Those are all super blue effects. But when you add them all together, you essentially just built a black card. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't, I, I, that, isn't that, that kind is, of that is a color one? Yeah. That is that is just, but like. Because there are two blue abilities, it doesn't bother me. But that, that means there's no color five because I can <laughs> construct can any effect you yeah. want by combining enough like random effects from the color that you that you want, right? And if the only thing left is color pie means the efficiency at which you can do it at, right? So like if, if that effect that Seth described was one mana. That's like Fatal Push or something. That's like insane, right? But you That's make it like four push. mana. You're like, okay, it's kind of mediocre because it's four mana removal. So maybe Color Pie is just efficiency. Uh, I think that's right. what Krim was hinting at earlier. You can do anything you want. Uh, yeah, but if you counter, do it though. most efficiently and it's not your color, it's wrong. And I would actually say Blasphemous Fact is violating that. Like if yeah. you choose Wraths that only remove creatures, it is the most efficient one and the best one, right? The other way you can look at it is if you look at Ondu Inversion, three mana destroy everything. This is like a worse hey. version of that. It's uh, like on, one mana on only deal 13 damage to creatures, right? So I, I don't know, right? It depends how you want to frame it, but I would rank this above any hard creature wrath. Like I would put this above Toxic Deluge. I would put it above Wrath of God. And not to say those other cards don't have some use case where they're superior to this, right? But just in general... This is one mana remove all creatures, and it works like 99% of the time. So that is probably a color pie break, because red shouldn't do that. I'll admit it that, should, like, yeah, mega by, chaos by that morph metric. or something, right? <laughs> right. I mean, I, 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 you know what? You're right. I, I do think then in that case, like, because going off my, like, original point, it is better than what the other colors are doing. If the simple goal is just to blow up the creatures and whatnot. Like it's always in a multiplayer format, it's often coming down at one mana, right? So, and even two mana, <laughs> if you're starting, if you have to pay a lot for your blasphemous act, two mana, uh, you're, you're already doing better than any of the other rests. So sure. That, that is, that is, that is true by that sense. So yeah, you know what? I would say it is a color pie break. All right, Krim, what do you got for us? So, my, I had, I bounced between Feed the Swarm and Resculpt and Resculpt effects. So, like, uh, like Raven Form and things like that. I don't often, you don't really often see Blue Exile outside of that one two mana spell. What is it called again from Wait, what, what does Resculpt do? <laughs> Reality Shift. So, Resculpt is just two mana and you can target a creature or artifact, exile it. And it becomes a 4-4 elemental token. That's it. And so... Why is this blue? So, like, pong, we say Pongify is blue? Is that what we're saying? Well, like, you can remove pongify, things, but you need to remove, leave a body? 
That is that is the idea behind like like what Pongify is. Although Pongify only hits creatures, thankfully, uh, as opposed to like something weird like if it hit anything, then I would have a problem. Uh, but I think this card is pretty cool. I like this card as well, and effects like it. I think I like Resculpt a lot more than Ravenform because instant speed, obviously. Uh, but yeah, like this card. Not something you would normally get in blue. Just straight up target. Exile, you don't even get a manifest. You just get a 4-4 blue and red elemental token. I actually would argue that this is just better than than whatever that Fate Reforge spell is that you told me and I've forgotten in the last 10 seconds. So, like... <laughs> like, that, this card is, and, and is just the truth, right? And when it comes to mono blue, why would you not run this? It gives you a, it gives you a hard answer and an exile to an artifact is this yeah, problematic that's... to you seth yes this is the the blue feed the, <laughs> the blue feed the swarm essentially <laughs> okay i think i think the 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 artifact part is what does it like i can see the justification of like pongify reality shift transformation blue can deal with a thing but it transforms but since it also hits artifacts and i believe in all of magic unless i'm missing something it's only raven form and resculpt that can targetedly deal with a deal with an artifact in blue um that and, isn't just a straight up bounce that isn't bouncing it or maybe gaining control of it in some situations like agent of treachery effects or whatever so just straight up uh exiling it these are the only cards that do it so if they just said creature i would be uh, i would be okay with it on the pongify justification but since they also are the only cards that hit artifacts to me it's it's very similar to feed the swarm just doing something that color is not supposed to do reshape or tinker your own artifacts in blue you can transform and transmute them so why exactly. if it could only target your own artifacts then that would be Dude, fine your, but if it, it was artifact it's, it's control not point at your stuff but then point to your opponent's stuff <laughs> like yeah why couldn't you easily just shift the magic to your opponent's stuff in blue if it already is yeah and i mean that's that's fair is, isn't the exiling that, a creature the egregious part like can white i, I mean i think exiling creatures yeah yeah before, reality, like, raven shift. Form yeah. reality shift reality shift reality shift could and then you okay. manifest something that would be yeah. and then there's like pongify doesn't exile i guess maybe exiling in general is problematic maybe it would be better if it was a destroy effect rather than exile but then at least rescall please behind a four four like you're paying a bit of a i think that is a bit of a price at least <laughs> a little bit for us a cost turned on <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the drawback no like legitimately like legitimately i think this is just if this hit any permanent, that'd be super busted. See, they, they obviously balanced this. This is no beast within. But it is a color pie break. But let, let me ask you this. Is that bad? Like, do you think it's bad that this this can target an artifact and exile it? Yes, I think so. It, I think Why? this, is, I don't think this I, sucks. This card is not good. I, what? I'm not I've never yeah, seen it. Played, right? which so I think it's like, bad when it becomes beast within, and you're like, I gotta put this in like every card in like every deck ever made, including five color decks, because it's better than whatever the heck the original color was, right? But so you think it's powered down enough that it's that I it's don't okay? I want to play this in blue. I can see <laughs> I'm that. Like, I'm like, I, I guess you if you're like really imposed by some artifacts, right? Like there's some sideboard meta against you that you need to get rid of artifacts. You might put this in, right? But it's like I. Eh. I have now trimmed Pongify, and I just play this. If I'm in a mono blue deck, oh, yeah. I would play Resculpt. I would play Pongify either. <laughs> I, but, like, but, like, blue needs something like this, right? So, like, the, the reason why I ask is, is it a bad thing that they can do this is because I think there are just certain elements of the game 
that every color should, on some level, in some weird way, interact with it. You so my argument is one of them. My argument is blue yeah, already I, can do that with counters, though. Like, blue can bounce. deal with literally any yeah, type. Bounce. bounce is the more blue way to do it, right? You bounce it back, and then you counter it afterwards. So I can bounce uh, Portal to Phyrexia again. Oh, I never, right? I never, I never feel bad for blue because you have counter spell. Like, but anytime blue comes up with the color pie arguments, though, right? I'm just like, like, blue gets no tools because you're like, they have counter spell, but you literally need to have two mana open at least or whatever while the spell is coming down, meaning you can never play anything. In a four-player game. And you don't know if it's coming at you or not, right? Like, just because someone casts a 10-10 doesn't mean you need a counter. You only need to deal with it if it attacks you, right? And blue actually gets no tools because everyone's like, they can counter it. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. It's A, just keep this in mind for those that hate blue. I Like, again, blue's mana is not infinite, (laughs) and counter spells do run out, and... (laughs) This might wrap all the way back around to the beginning of our cast when we were talking about if Commander is having an impact on these color pie breaks. Because I think in 1v1, it is true that blue just can answer anything with counter spells, but maybe in, maybe in Commander it's different. Like maybe, maybe in Commander you need something like Resculpt because you can't actually just leave up your mana and counter everything that you need to like you can in a 1v1 format. I mean, there's no doubt. Like there's no doubt. Get off my yet. lawn. Get off my lawn, you kids, and your blue artifact destruction. This is just worse beast within. Why are you I so mean, offended by it? Yeah. Blue's not supposed to hit artifacts, Richard. That's just how it is. That's how it's always been. Get with the times. Get with the times. I, I like all these cards are just beast within, but like much worse. And Seth is so offended by them. But I love beast within. <laughs> green can use it green can use a little bit of help there yeah green green needs the help yeah green is the one color that probably doesn't <laughs> all right phil what do you unless, have for us unless it comes to wraths and oh this is actually <clears throat> sorry so this is actually the only two colored cards on this list and i just added it because uh, mana tithe i mean uh, Richard already talked about a white counter. So let's talk about stuff green can't do and stuff blue can't do. And that's wiping the board. And the only card that kind of does it, besides Isuri's Predation, which is a little bit expensive, Oversimplify. Five mana sorcery, exile all creatures. Each player creates a zero zero green blue fractal token and puts then and puts a number of plus one plus one counters on it equal to the total power of creatures they controlled. They were exiled this way. So everything gets exiled and then everybody gets a big or small, whatever, how big their creatures were fractal token. I don't like that I have to play this card, but I have to play it because it's the only reasonable wrath maybe curse of the swine is another one for blue but i mean this card is by the definitions we had in this podcast it's a color pie break and i I, you know, I play it in lawness and i i just gotta have a wrath it's not you can't get if the table hates you for it they can even beat you up for it but yeah i don't know unless we count in all this dust uh I think color pie break really happens when the card is good. That's my conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's not good enough. This card is so bad. Does it, does oh, it, 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 it did save me in 
pretty much every situation I cast it in. So it just does the job. That's what I mean. I yeah. would love to play a good Wrath, but I'm playing Simic. I, I don't know what, so. what is green about this. So this is blue. Yeah, the body. Yeah, like, that is true, it's yeah. the body. Transmuting everything into one body or something. The Curse of the Spine, right? Um, yeah. I mean, if you want to yeah, talk what about... What is the green part? The, plus the, one, plus the one giant counters. body. One, one counter. Uh, Oh, the I guess you art. could get a big creature out of it. The wolf. <laughs> the wolf. <laughs> well, I mean, it like synergizes with blue because you can bounce the token or something, right? And then it's like actual removal, or you can proliferate your tokens, or I, I don't know, right? So wow. it feels a little two card blue-y. combo wrath. <laughs> but I mean, it, it does feel a little. It does feel like blue curse of the swine in blue, like transforming, like turning something into something else. That's pretty blue. I don't really see the green part in it at all, though. But if you transform into a zero zero set, is that okay? With no token, with no counters, just zero zero. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, if it ju- oh, if it just well, no, that obviously it effectively kills it. But it just yes, exactly. into a no. germ token. It's the Phyrexia invasion. You become a germ or something. No, that would not. That would not. Is Curse of the Swine a color pie break? That yeah, is it like, that, is that? Is it that an egregious color pie break? I mean, what about it what is. about a recent one? So. The phasing, the phasing of Zelfir. Is that a, is that a color pie Same, break? probably. Same line as Curse of Swine. So I think, like, I could have chosen Curse of the Swine, but I don't play this. So I play Oversimplify, and I think the color pie break is enhanced due to the fact that it's green as well. So it's kind of a <laughs> double whammy yeah, break. Yeah. I know it's not a good card. I hate that I have to play it. But I also don't want Wizards to play print a better Simic Wrath because I'm... Why would you play this over Boom Pile? Because not I everyone has your coin flip luck, Richard. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do what, what about Ugin? What about All His Dust? Like, Ugin is on my no no list. Like really bad wraths, right? You can just play the colorless does, ones. Yeah, All His Dust is actually a good point. And mm-hmm, let me know in the comments if anybody has uh, experience with Isaris Predation because I've seen it once in Commander Clash and it was fine. No, that, it is. That, that's like the opposite of last of act like four four is not enough to like kill things yeah yeah right? I, I am not sure about it but yeah all this does would be fine it destroys some of my cool enchantments and stuff but my clues would be there still so you keep your clues yeah i'm i'm glad phil put this card on here because i actually think this is very interesting is this like is this the kind of color pie break we want then like if yes. if the tldr of this whole conversation is Color pie breaks are okay, but they need to be worse versions of that effect, if that's what we're landing on. Is this, like, what we want out of a Simic Wrath? If we're, like, every color combination needs to have a way to deal with the board, this is a pretty bad version of it. Is this, like, is this like one of the thumbs-up, like, well-done color pie breaks? Yes. For me, it is, yeah. I think 100%, right? Like, it doesn't do it better than the original. It's not like Blasphemous Act, where it costs one mana. It mm-hmm. is appropriately costed. It's still around the price of like what a sweeper is in white or black, but you know, obviously the effect is definitely Bad. not nearly as good. <laughs> yeah, but it is what Simic has. So, so, so yeah, does it, here's the problem because you're gonna power creep the original cards. So you're gonna have like a direct to commander Wrath of God that's like two mana. Like, just a straight-up, not a Blasphemous Act, but like a Wrath of God for, like, two mana. Or maybe, like, a Farewell-type one for, like, two mana. And then your next Oversimplify can be four mana. It's a lot worse than the two mana Wrath. And then now you're sitting at, like, a four mana Wrath in Simic. Right? So I think, like, that's the problem. I think that's where Feed the Swarm 
comes in, right? Like, oh, we have fatal push and stuff. Like, yeah, it's fine, right? And then now at two mana, it's a little too efficient, even though it's a lot worse than, you know, any real removal. Uh, so I'd be afraid of that, because would you be fine with Otis Supply at four mana or three mana? It leaves a giant body. It's not as good as a Wrath, right? It, and then our premier Wraths cost one, two, and three. I guess one and three mana, right? Blasphemous Act, Toxic Deluge, Hour of Revelation, things like that. So like a four mana Wrath is still pretty bad, right? I don't know. My favorite Wrath <laughs> is eight mana, but okay. <laughs> yeah, Phil loves drawing. Phil loves drawing those cards. I mean, I think that, yeah, this is a hard card to evaluate. I've never played with it. I feel like the tokens have got to be a big drawback, but I think it's a good point that Color pie breaks are not immune to power creep, but I wonder if that's like a whole nother issue of power creep. Like maybe the issue isn't that they printed a four mana Simic Wrath. This is they printed the two mana, the two mana white wrath that led to that Simic Wrath. Like maybe that's the core issue there is the actual power creep instead of the, the color pie break getting slightly better. Interesting. So, so what are, what are people supposed to take away from this conversation? <laughs> what is what is, what is your final point? I'm very curious. Like, you only uh, complain about is, new cards. If you if you, like, if you if you started playing Magic with true. any of these cards, you're fine with them. But the minute a new card comes, that's my damnation is fine. Generous <laughs> gift is fine. But like, oh oh no, restock. That looks that looks sketch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kids these days i'm telling you on their re-sculpts um I, I mean i think the bias does play into it a lot yeah. i mean my biggest takeaway is we actually like a lot of the most egregious color pie breaks like we when we came into this we were talking about oh, only color pie breaks are they good or bad well maybe that doesn't even matter because we're putting them in their decks and we enjoy playing with them so maybe maybe whether they're good or bad is not even relevant to this conversation because if we actually felt that strongly about them i guess we probably wouldn't be playing them and we are so I mean, you maybe this, maybe this it's because we're being, uh, like, forced into playing it, but, like, every time we've played with these power, like, these, these color pie breaks, the game feels a little bit better, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> every time I cast Feed the Swarm, I gotta go take a shower after the game ends. <laughs> oh, get out of here, Seth. <laughs> you get, you take it a shower because it's a victory shower. You're feeling good, right? Like, you're feeling good. You're like, ah, you thought you had me with your nonsensical enchantment. But like, rest in peace in my reanimator deck. I'm, I'm living it. <laughs> yeah. Come on. That's a victory lap shower. It feels good. It, like, every time you've casted Beast Within, doesn't it feel great? How many times has Beast Within been like, ah, I love that card? I do. I do love that. So there you <laughs> go. Love the there, that, that is a color pie break working. <laughs> it, like, my general opinion is, again, color pie breaks are fine if it is things that the game needs. Like, if a color needs to interact on, with something, let that happen. I don't care how they spin it as long as it's somewhat flavorful. But, like, yeah. Beast Within. Sure. Feed the swarm because black couldn't deal with enchantments. These all make sense to me. So, and they all feel flavorful. As long as it's not just outright, like, two mana, I blow up an enchantment in black. I'd like, uh, at least make it feel a little more, like, like you know, life lossy or something, right? So, color break is fine. It's good for the game. The game is evolving. The colors should evolve too. Because also, like, any, any sentient thing, like, and especially if you're a wizard, planeswalker, you eventually, you evolve with it, right? You evolve as well. So... I think it's a good thing. I think it's overall positive as long as, again, it's just not outright disrespectful, like, to the home color, right? So, yes, okay, Blasphemous Act, pretty damn good 
for what it is. Probably a color pie break. Beast Within, pretty damn good. I would say a huge color pie break, but we all accept that. So, <laughs> all right. Tune know. in next week when we define <laughs> what it means to be respectful to the home color. <laughs> <laughs> we will. We will have an interview with Mr. Red and Mr. White, and <laughs> Mrs. Black and Mrs. Blue. <laughs> See what happens here. But okay. Uh, so that that is our talk. So I, I guess. <clears throat> For the listeners, what are your favorite color pie breaks? Do you even consider some of these cards color pie breaks? And uh, if you think color pie breaks are good, is it a break or is it an evolution? I think that's kind of the crux of it, right? Uh, It's not really a break. It's an evolution. And as we mentioned, the evolution becomes part of the history, right? So Damnation was a color pie break, and now it's considered to be part of black. Uh, So, yeah. So thanks for listening, everyone, and uh, we'll see you all next week. See ya.